League Legends Fantasy Football. Hello, hello, everybody. It is Tuesday, September 27th, 2022, and you are listening to the League Legends Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Man Nerd Mardigan, and I'm joined by my good friend and co-host, Ed Mack. How are you, brother? I'm doing great, man. How you doing? I'm doing all right, surviving this uh, little hurricane down here for the time being, but I uh, figured we'd get in a nice little waiver wire show. What do you think? Let's do it, man. It's essential. Yeah, man. So we had some uh, interesting uh, injuries over the weekend. I know we, we saw Monty get banged up, Swift get banged up, uh, you know, Dalvin Cook got banged up. Um, you know, it was it was definitely, uh, you know, a, a little heartbreaking to see some of that, but with injuries brings, you know, crucial waiver wire pickups. So, uh, you know, yeah, if you're some of us, man, that's the most important part right now. Yeah, that's where you make your money. That's where you make, you know, you, you win your championships is on the waiver wire, right? Exactly. So uh, let's get into it, man. Let's, uh, you know, as far as, uh, you know, the quarterback position, I know we saw Mac Jones go down, but uh, let me hear some of your uh, quarterbacks that you're looking at. All right. So for me, I like Jared Goff, man. He's got weapons. He might be missing Swift for a while, but Jamal Williams has been filling in perfectly. Yep. Jared Goff is definitely top uh, quarterback pickup for me. I like uh, Mariota as well. They got Cleveland this week, which could be a tough matchup. But if Miles Garrett missed, that'll help him out tremendously. And his rushing upside gives him a great floor, man. Who, who are you interested in? Yeah, Mariota's been playing great, man. Um, I'm looking at his finishes, and he's been pretty consistent. He's been um, – he had a QB7 finish, QB17, and a QB10. I mean, he, I mean, for, for where he is, I mean, he's on your waiver wire, and he's, he's you know, constant, you know, consistently, um, you know, in, you know, around the top 15, you know, 7, 10, 17. That's not ever going to kill you. So, um, I like the Mariota pick for sure. Goff. He's been playing great. Amon Ra's a little banged up with an ankle, but he should be okay for the weekend, hopefully. Um, so, yeah, I like those two guys. Um, I'm also looking at Geno Smith and Trevor Lawrence, I think, is at the top of the list for me, uh, you know, if he's still available. Um, I think he's he's really earning a, a name for himself, especially in now one quarterback leagues. What about what do you think about Trevor Lawrence? Love him, man. He is playing well. Doug Peterson showed him to be the great coach, man. They, he's getting all his weapons involved. And uh, he, he even made Christian Kirk a top receiver. He looks good, yeah. man. Yeah, I think that, uh, you know, he's he's definitely somebody that if you pick up off the waiver wire this week, say you have Russell Wilson, I actually think Trevor Lawrence could kind of take over as your QB one, if you had somebody like Russell Wilson, who right now I think is like QB 26 ranked or something like that. So, um, yeah, man, I like, I like that list for sure. Um, definitely keep, keep your eyes out. You know, like I, I think that that Mariota pick is definitely going to be something. I mean, his, like you said, that rushing floor is, is not something that you could ignore. So I like it a lot. All right. Well, let me ask you this. Would you drop Russell Wilson for one of these guys? Um, I think I'm giving Russell Wilson another another week or two to be honest um you know he, he, he i would bench him undoubtedly drop him i think i think i'll give him another week or two but i'm certainly benching him for you know mariota goff or uh trevor lawrence right now what are you doing with herbert he looked awful this week the ribs are definitely giving him hell uh and he could be dealing with this for 
for a few weeks, man. How, how are you playing that position? If if he gets Keenan Allen back um, this you know this week, I think that you know you can roll Justin Herbert out there. But if it's going to be another you know Keenanless uh, matchup, and you know you you're going to be you know it's going to be a similar kind of thing that we saw in Jacksonville. I mean, um, the Chargers said that Justin Herbert suffered no setbacks, so that's good to hear. So. I mean, I think you got to stick with him, and uh, I mean, it, it may be rough without Keenan, but I mean, it's Justin Herbert. I mean, he's he's you know, one of the most talented guys in the league. What do you think? Definitely, I, I would definitely roll with him, but uh, it looked really bad last week. Yeah, that was tough, bad. man. That Jacksonville defense is no joke. We were talking about that. They're not. They're not. We we're starting to learn a lot of things, and you know, some of these defenses are really tough. Philly, in particular. And that matchup in Detroit with Jeff Okuda, I'm trying to avoid that at all costs. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, like, so so it's it, you bring up Philly and, uh, you know, Jalen Hurts and Trevor Lawrence are taking care of the football and their defenses are playing great. That leads to wins. That leads to, you know, great chemistry going forward. I mean, like, if you look at Trevor Lawrence's finishes, he goes from twenty QB 24 to QB 12 to QB 4. Um, you know, they, they played the Chargers in week three. You know what I'm saying? Like this is this is not um, you know a walk in the park by any means. I mean their defense, the Chargers' defense went crazy, and they couldn't get to Trevor Lawrence. I mean, uh, you know uh, Joey Bosa was injured trying to get to him. I mean the, this this Jacksonville team on both sides of the ball, offensive line and defensive line, they are there to crack skulls. They're like ready to go. Yeah, they are, and it, it really shows how bad Urban Meyer was last year, doesn't it? Incompetent. That's the word. Completely. You know, so with that being said, I like that list. I'm I'm cool with all those guys. And uh, let's get into the running back position, bro. There's some some key, key pickups in uh, the running back area. Yes, definitely. And there's a few that are really obvious. All right, Monty could possibly miss time. But even if he doesn't, he's really banged up. Khalil Herbert looks amazing. So yep, he's, yep. A, he's a must grab, especially if you're the Monty owner. Um, Detroit. I don't know why you didn't have Jamal Williams if you're a, a Swift owner, but if he's on your waiver wire, you got to go grab him. He's putting up crazy numbers. He's getting touchdowns. He's getting goal line looks, and Swift is going to be missing time. Yep. So those two are number one and number two for me. What about you? That's that's really it for me. Um, I mean, I guess Alexander Madison you could throw on there, and uh, the last one for me is Craig Reynolds. I know that they said that he's going to get some more work, so if Jamal Williams has already been picked up, um, you know, give Craig Reynolds, a, a, you know, give him a shot. You know what I mean? I mean, if if he's going to be the receiving back, um, and they're going to give Jamal Williams, you know, a, you know, a, a, an increase, obviously, I think he's going to get probably somewhere around seventy percent of the work. Craig Reynolds is going to get slotted in for 30% with a chance to work upwards to about 40 to 45% of the work, given, especially if he's getting the receiving work. So I think that he could be added to that list. But, yeah, Jamal Williams and Khalil Herbert, they top the list. Definitely. I got uh, Alexander Madison third for me on that list. Just because this week they got a tough matchup. They're going against New Orleans defense, which is yeah. it's not going to be an easy week for him. So if you only got uh, Madison for one week, and it's going against New Orleans. That's going to be a little iffy for me. But if you're the Dalvin owner, you got to go get him. Yeah, I like that for sure. Um, yeah, the the two guys at the top of the list, very important. Definitely. <clears throat> um, all right, man, let's get into the wide receivers. This is a little bit deeper. Uh, there's a, a bunch of good options. I like Dorch for the Cardinals. He's getting a crazy target share right now. Yeah. So 
him and Hollywood and Ertz. Uh, he's a good, he's a good receiver. Yeah, a little bit under the radar. You might be able to sneak him. I like Chark. He's getting pretty good target share as well. Zay Jones is probably the number two option behind Christian Kirk. Yeah, got to snatch him up if he's available. Romeo Dobbs, though, for me, he's number one. I think he could be a season-long answer for your wide receiver two and flex position. What you think? Yeah, so Dobbs is definitely getting the praise from Aaron Rodgers. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is singing his song as, as much and as loud as he possibly can to everyone that'll listen. So I think Dobbs is definitely somebody that should be at the top of the wide receiver uh, waiver wire uh, you know, spot. But, um, yeah, I mean – I don't think Olave is going to be on your waivers, but if he is, I think he should obviously be picked up. But yeah, Dobbs, Zay Jones, uh, Traylon Burks, um, they said he's going to be uh, a big piece going forward. I know he didn't have a great day this past weekend, but, um, you know, he's heavily involved. I think they said he was like on the field for 96% of the snaps. So that's kind of encouraging. What do you think? Definitely. Uh, To me, he's obviously the best uh, playmaker they got at receiver there. Yeah. the you know the whole Tannehill thing. He's he's not that great. He just is right. more a sneaky stash would be Malik. I think eventually Tannehill does lose that job, but uh, you know it won't be soon. I don't think it'll be this week or next week. But that could be a you know a lot of upside there. If you lost Trey Lance, you lost Dak, you lost you know Russell Wilson's just flat out bad, and you could get a guy like Malik that can run the ball. That would be a, a huge, huge amount of value on your uh, on your roster. Yeah, definitely something that, uh, you know, you definitely got to keep in mind for down the road, but it could pay off huge for you. Um, but, yeah, man, that's – I mean, there's some – some some. I mean, you know, Matt Collins, he's having a nice uh, couple past couple of weeks. So, if, I mean, if you, if you had room on your bench, you want to take a flyer on him. Um, Sterling Shepard just – he tore his ACL. He's out for the season. So – Maybe they do finally implement Kadarius Tony in there, or they elevate somebody um, to a, a bigger role, like you know David Sills or Richie James. I mean, I'm hoping that Kadarius Tony gets the nod there, but they were talking about Darius Slayton. They were talking about trading uh, uh, Kenny Galladay away for somebody. So it's such uh, a mess, right? Yeah, it's horrible. And you have Daniel Jones throwing the ball, which I, I give him a lot of credit for how he played last night. He faced a bunch of hungry wolves and. You know, he did his best, and that last, you know, garbage time interception was, was you know, David Sills tripped and fell down. Um, that wasn't on him. So, I think he played really well considering last night, and, uh, you know, I'm not really going to, you know, beat on beat on him for that. I think he was awesome. So, um, you know, I give him a lot of credit. But, yeah, I think that, you know, th- the other guys you got to keep in mind, um, you know, a lot of people are off Kadarius Tony right now, and he could a- a- end up being like a second half of the year um, you know, league winner if he stays healthy, but th- that's a huge if, right? Definitely. Um, all right, man, let's get into the tight ends. All right, so this is a shorter list, uh, for me. The three in particular Higby, he may not be available, but Higby, I, I love him going forward. I yeah, think he's he doing could, well. I think he could fit into that slot season long, and you can just leave him in there. His target share is amazing, especially when they're losing. And his job is secure because of Allen Robinson. Yep. He just sucks. He does. He's slow. He can't get open. He just doesn't look good. And he dropped a touchdown this past week. Higby's a more sure guy for Matt Stafford. He's got that rapport with him. He yeah. gets open. He sits in the zone. And he's a big target. Stafford continue to get his. 
Uh, David Njoku, if he's available after that Monday uh, or Thursday night game, then he's definitely an add. Uh, Jacoby feels safe with him. And he's the biggest target we got. He's a safe guy. He's going to go to him. Last one for me, um, Robert Tunyon. Okay. He could also be a season-long uh, fill-in for you. Aaron Rodgers is starting to go to him more. None of the receivers are getting a ton of work. Romeo Dobbs looks the best, and he got the most targets from the receiver position. But Tanya's right along with him. So, eventually, they're going to have the big game, and you're getting targets from Aaron Rodgers. So, you got to love that. Yeah, man. Honestly, Tanya's definitely going to be looked at more and more going forward as he gets healthier and healthier. Um, I like that a lot. And, uh, yeah, Njoku, he's at the top of my list. Um, you know, he's, I think he's, he's, you know, he's just showed that he's going to be a crucial part of the the offense. I mean, they, they, they play really well when they incorporate him. So it opens up a lot for Amari Cooper, who the last, you know, for the last two weeks that Njoku's been involved, Amari Cooper has gone off. So, you know, you know what I mean? He's been wide open too. So, I mean, you know, Njoku in the middle of the field, he's got great hands, great athleticism. He's a mean, you know, route runner. And a mean blocker as well, so he's constantly on the field. So, um, yeah, I like Njoku. Uh, I think you might be surprised with my second one here, and I think that's just because of the lack of pass catchers in New York, and that's Daniel Bellinger. I love it, actually. That that was a sleeper for me, man. I love that one. And I couldn't believe the usage. Daniel Jones was actually looking for, for him when he was in trouble. Whenever he's getting rushed, he's like, where's Daniel Bellinger? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I'm going to throw it to that guy. So, um, Daniel Bellinger is a pretty tough dude. Takes a lot of, uh, you know, punishment. Gives a lot of punishment as well. So, I think he's somebody that you should definitely consider. And, uh, yeah, big Bob Tanyan. Um, you know, he's he rounds off the the list for me coming in third there. So, yeah, man, I think there's 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 definitely some talent on the uh, – the, the waivers in, for the tight end still, I think that it's not, you know, a barren wasteland yet. I, I, you know, if, if you if you need somebody in there, um, you know, Higby, of course, if he's still on there, I think he should be at the top. But, uh, yeah, Njoku, those other guys, I mean, give him a shot, I guess. Yeah, man. And, you know, Bellinger has a good, good stretch coming up after Green Bay, right? So he's got Chicago next. I think he can do work against them. Green Bay is going to be a tougher matchup. But then after that, you got Baltimore, Jacksonville, Seattle. And, you know, Baltimore is just giving it up to everybody left and right. I, honestly, I agree, man. And and Bellinger is showing that, you know, he's he's really more than just a, a humongous, uh, you know, uh, pass protection guy. You know what I mean? Or run, you know, run blocking kind of guy. I mean, he's definitely showing some agility. He's not the fastest guy, but he's got some quick feet and he's got good hands. So, um, and he's got a good understanding of Dable's offense. So, they, you know, they're definitely – and they don't have any pass catchers. That's, like, the most important thing of it all. You know what I mean? Like, they just don't have any big-bodied receivers besides Kenny Galladay, who apparently um, has zero ability to catch a football at all. He, is, he looks awful. And, yeah. I mean, I look at it like this. Daniel Jones threw the ball around around 30 times the other night. Yeah. He them went to Shepard. So, he's going to be missing a third of his target share. Yep. A lot of that has got to go to Bellinger. He, out of that 30-something uh, attempts, five of them went to Bellinger. And they're going to be stacking the box against Barkley. Exactly. All right, they're going to be daring him to throw. Definitely. So I think that Bellinger would be a little sneaky grab. And, uh, you know, I mean, honestly, you know, you know, I'm a Giants fan, so I'm always rooting for him. All right, so Bellinger or Cole Komet going forward? 
Um, so I know well, you asked way, me this by last the way, time. got his first two catches of the season. He did. Yeah, honestly, I wish I had some sort of instrument that I could clang around with to celebrate. Um, you know, he's off the schneid, and you know, we're all very happy to see that. Um, Justin Fields is looking a little shaky as a passer, and Daniel Jones is lacking pass catchers. So for right now, I'm gonna go with giving Daniel Bellinger the start there. Yeah. For, for for this week because of the lack of pass catchers. Yeah. It was it was good to see uh Darnell Mooney get six targets this week. But they only yeah. completed two of them to him for twenty three yards. I mean the Chicago passing game is is awful. Yeah, it's hard, man. It's hard to watch. And it's I don't I don't believe it's really you know, I, I just don't believe that Justin Fields has the confidence to stand and throw to his target. I feel like all of his throws are, you know, either rushed or he's on the run and he's, you know what I mean? He's facing pressure. So I feel like when they get that offensive line a little bit, you know, more solidified, I mean, I know they are creating nice holes for, uh, you know, Monty and Herbert to run through, but as far as pass protection, he, you know, he is being flushed out of the pocket rather quickly. And, um, you know, I, I don't believe that this is, um, you know, his ceiling. I, I I definitely think that he has a lot more to, you know, in the tank. What do you think? Definitely. I mean, the kid finished the game with only 100 passing yards. So Oh, it's tough. I know. And somehow they got the win, right? So That's all that matters. But for fantasy, we don't care. No, not at all, man. <laughs> no, we don't. We don't want to see it. I mean, you know, good for the good for you, Justin, and getting the W. But um you know, unfortunately, we are suffering with your production or lack thereof, I should say. Exactly. On the season, he has more interceptions than touchdown passes, so that'll tell you everything. Yeesh. Yeah, no, that's that's not not good. Um, you know what? I, honestly, if you're if you if you're in a dynasty league, this may sound crazy, but um, try to get him on like the super duper cheap. Yeah, definitely. You know? I like why not? You know what I mean? Like it's you're in the dynasty. You're probably not in a great shape if you're if you're uh, looking to acquire Justin Fields anyway. So I mean, yeah, man. you know if you're one of those teams that is three and zero, I mean, what do you have to lose? You can throw him on the bench. Sure, yeah. You can afford to take a loss if that's what happened or whatever. But you know, maybe you can get him for a couple picks. Yeah, man, no, definitely. I, I, I'd be, I'd be, I'm a little intrigued by, by him because I, I definitely feel like this is like a prime opportunity because people are probably like really frustrated with him and just want something of value in return for him. So, um, you know, he is the starter there, and they do have, you know, he does have that draft capital. So I think they're looking to stick with him for a while. All right. Speaking of frustrating, uh, are you targeting any, anybody like uh, Kamara, Eckler, those type of big name guys that aren't doing much right now? Um, yeah, I mean, if you can get Eckler, Kamara, um, you know, for a reasonable price, um, you know, I definitely think that that's worth considering. I mean, I'm a little I'm, – I'm actually more concerned with Eckler's rushing, um, you know, not his pass catching at all. I mean, obviously he's still a big part of that uh, that offense and he's going to get his, his, you know, his receptions. But I'm more concerned with his rushing ability right now. Um, maybe they're just trying to – you know, not use him too much or something. I mean, like five or six rushes here and there, five or six yards. I mean, it's like – I mean, it's getting a little crazy. But Alvin Kamara, I think he's going to have a bounce-back game against Minnesota. But what do you think? Uh, I agree. Uh, more than those two in particular, I'm targeting Joe Mixon, who just had a pretty down game against the Jets. Yeah. And it's because, you know, we always hear about Chase and T. Higgins and, 
you know, Mixon is getting a really large target share as well itself. Yeah. And they're starting to use him sometimes on third downs, which they, they didn't do in the past. So I'm looking to acquire him right now. Yeah, no, it's it's a good call. They've been starting slow too, so I think they're going to look to ramp it up more and you know get get the offense um, clicking faster in the games instead of just you know three and outs running into walls and you know trying to have Joe Burrow throw it up on third down, you know third and ten, third and seven. Um, you know, I think that I think you're right. I think they're definitely going to start getting mixing more and more involved early in the game, earlier in the game. Definitely. Yeah, man. I think uh, if you, if you're 0-3. Don't panic. There's a lot of season left, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's going to be like the injuries in the bye weeks haven't even really – I mean, we've already suffered a bunch of injuries. We're into week three, and bye weeks are coming up any – you know, in a couple of weeks, you know. So, I mean, just just hold the hold the fort. If you got to, um, you know, make a couple of moves, a couple of transactions, like do what you got to do. But it's still early. Like, you know, we were talking about, you know, uh, you know, possibly, you know, you possibly trading Alvin Kamara away. Um, you know, if you can get, you know, great value and players that you like and believe in, then do what you got to do. But I mean, if you're, if you have any sort of inkling or feeling that like, you know, ah, I don't know, then don't do it. You know what I mean? Like it's too early to be trading Alvin Kamara right now for stuff, for people that you don't feel like you're going to, they're going to contribute to your team. Definitely, man. If that's going on, you know, just have faith. It'll get better. I'm in the same boat. I'm I'm 0 and 3 in the league where I got Devontae Adams and Justin Jefferson and Kyler at quarterback. You think how can you be 0 and 3 with that team? But it just happens that way. Have some of their best games against me. My points against is through the roof. So yeah, what happened? I started one and seven in the league last year. Ended up coming back and getting the buy. So just you know, keep making moves, watch the waiver wire, and make the most of these opportunities. That's it, man. And, uh, you know, I, I think that uh, we covered some golden waiver wire guys today. And I think that if you lock up a couple of these dudes, they're definitely going to make drastic improvements and, and they're going to have like serious results um, going forward. You know what I mean? So especially like you said, you pick up Jamal Williams. He's he's relevant whether, you know, Swift is there or not. So, exactly. um, you know, he's definitely, you know, uh, you know, on the list. I mean, so if you had to rank them, who you got for your for your top five? Uh, j- Herbert and Jamal Williams are like one one A one B for me. Okay, and I think their importance goes up drastically if you own Swift or own Monty. Yeah, uh, if you're in that situation, you're gonna want to pay up. I, I would do forty percent of my fab if I'm the Swift owner trying to get Jamal Williams. Hell yeah, definitely. And same with Herbert. You gotta have them. Dalvin owners, you should feel the same way about Alexander Madison. Yeah, you gotta lock them up. You got to. Uh, and, and this is the reason why, man, those guys get banged up. Um, so, yeah, those those three right there, man, I'm going all in for them if I got to. Nice. Nice. I like it. Yeah, I got uh, I got Jamal at the top of that list. And then, uh, like I said, if Chris Olave is on that waiver wire, you got you to gotta pick him up. Um, Khalil Herbert, Dobbs is on there. And then, uh, yeah, I got T. Law. If, uh, you know, if you did lose a quarterback and you're still waiting on Dak to return, um, you know, I would, I would definitely – I know T. Law has got a tough matchup with Philly, but – I know that um, after Philly, the schedule was gorgeous for the Jaguars after that. So um, definitely a long-term solution, not just a streamer. So like like we were talking about, Russell Wilson still having Dak problems. Or Yeah, definitely, man. He looks great. That offense is it's running through him and, and James Robinson. And they're, let, they're trusting Trevor Lawrence, making him throw, make all the throws, and he's doing it. 
Yeah, he's definitely playing well, man. He's 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 playing great, actually. He's the uh, the QB eleven through three weeks, and you know it just looks like he's going to be getting higher and higher. You know what I mean? I think Carson Wentz is going to fall down. Um, you know what I mean? I, I I mean, even you know, Joe Burrow, he's not really playing that great right now. So I mean, they're going to be you know, I mean, they got a tough schedule too. So um, I can see Trevor Lawrence getting into the top ten, and you know, golf falling out of the top ten ish. I think. Goff should finish around like twelve or eleven or something like that on the season. So, um, yeah, and I see Wentz falling as well. Yeah, Even yeah, definitely. More than they did like this past week. Yeah, they exposed him pretty well. Um, that was that. <laughs> yeah, and a couple uh, guys that if you just you know say you, I don't know, you're waiting on Godwin to get healthy. A guy you can have for a couple weeks to plug into your flex. I think Dorch in Arizona is great for that. He should still get a ton of targets until D Hop comes back. Yeah. And Chark. Um Amon Ra's banged up. If he does miss some time, Chark's target share should be even higher. Sure, sure. Even if you're in a deep league, even look at uh Josh Reynolds. Definitely. Definitely yeah. love that. Yep. All right, man. Well, uh, I think we covered it. And uh wanna thank everybody out there for listening and for coming through. And uh yeah, man, we hope that we you know we just we hope always hope that we help you win your matchups and, uh, you know, do the best that we can to uh, provide you know, the best advice for you guys. You know, we always have fun doing it too. Definitely, man. You guys stay safe down there with that hurricane. I know it gets crazy, man, but, uh, hell yeah. I know you guys will find a way. No, nah, man, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. All right, man. So, uh, let's see, uh, when, when are we coming back? I think Friday, if I have the power. Friday, if you got the power. All right, man. See you. League Legends Fantasy Football. Mm-hmm.